What is going on, everybody? You are now listening to the best of the best, Maverick's Guide to Success. I am your host, Maverick Levy. Number one, thank you for being here. You may be a new listener. You may have seen the podcast on social media. If you are, again, thank you for being here. Please take 10 to 15 seconds to go subscribe to the podcast. It helps the podcast grow and you'll get notified when a new episode comes out. The next thing, please check out at TBOTB Network. What does that stand for? Well, that's the best of the best network. That's the network that myself and DB Podcast, the producers of this show, we're building that together. So the network's a place where we're giving the best of the best their own podcast, their own place to discuss what they know best for you to learn about, to be entertained, to laugh, to be, oh God, should I go check with this person about this? Should I check with my insurance guy about that? Go check out the Best of the Best Network. We just locked in a new show on there. So it's really starting to gain some traction. I'm very proud of it and I couldn't do it without DB Podcast. So shout out to Ben, Miles, and Jordan. The next thing, speaking of Ben, Miles, and Jordan, is Captain Picks. Captain Picks is a sports betting consulting company. What does that mean? Well, after signing up for Captain Picks, you are going to be put into a Discord, depending on what package you choose, depends on where you go in the Discord, and you will have access to the Captain Picks Picks of the Day so that we can break your bookie's bankroll. It's as simple as that. The numbers don't lie. Captain Picks is crushing. So head to captainpicks.com and then follow them on Instagram. The Captain Picks is their Instagram handle. And you can see the wins, the losses. We don't lie. We post it all. We're transparent as can be. But I will tell you, there's a lot more green than there is a red. And that's always good. That's You always want to be in the green. The other thing is, please remember that the discussions you hear on this podcast are for informational purposes only. I cannot predict and do not guarantee that you will attain a particular result from the information provided. You should always seek professional assistance before making decisions in connection with the topics discussed. Now, I'm so excited for you to hear this interview because we have Billy Pavlock. He is the founder of Nautical Network, the founder of Boats Gone Wild. He's built an awesome company. He's got an awesome team. And this is one of my favorite interviews to date. So turn it up. We got crystal clear sound coming through your speakers, through your headphones, through however you're listening because of DB Podcast. Shout out to them. DBP is always there, right? No matter what it is, they're always there. Let's jump right into this interview, everyone. Like I said in the intro, We have a few different people sitting in front of me where we are right now. We're on the back of a a boat in Miami. So let me introduce the first person. He may pass the microphone off. If he does, those two other guys will introduce themselves. But for now, let's get rocking and rolling. We have Billy Pavlock, right? Yes, sir. He is the founder of Nautical Network. They run some really, really followed Instagram pages and social media pages. One is Nautical Network, one's Boats Gone Wild. And I wanted to bring him on to sort of talk about his journey 
We connected a few months back when I had uh, Harris Glazer, one of the owners of Midnight Express Boats, on. And what's going on, Billy? How you doing? Maverick, what's going on, man? Thanks for having me on the best of the best. It's a pleasure to be on a, on a podcast with that name. So uh, appreciate you having me. And man, it's quite the, the scenery we have here in uh, Aventure on this 47 Azimut Verve. So great. Appreciate you having me and look forward to this. Yeah, no, it's going to be cool because... There's a few different reasons why people listen to the podcast. One may be they want to learn. One may be they're interested. They want to be entertained. So we got a mixture of everything, whether it's education or entertainment. But what's really cool about what you guys have built is you've built a community surrounded by people that are boat enthusiasts, that care about boats. They love boats. They want to buy boats. Maybe they want to sell boats. So how'd you get started with this whole thing in the social media world with boats? Yeah, man. It started about... Three years ago, 2019, founded a page called Boats Gone Wild. And uh, at the time, Boats Gone Wild was just, you know, an idea and a hobby for me to post, you know, badass boats online and get people to check them out and and like them and comment and engage on these posts. And I was like, man, this is pretty legit. I have like real boat owners, you know, interacting with these posts, all these pictures and videos of these boats I'm posting. And at the time, I actually had a, a yacht broker's license. And what I would do is I would list boats available for sale on this Instagram page. And it was cool because I literally had people, you know, reaching out for information on the boat, generating leads on these boats. And on the back end of that, I had, you know, at the time I was a yacht broker, I had my competition. Um, and being a young guy in the, in the industry, I had even, you know, old school guys in the industry coming up to me and say, hey man, you're, you're wasting your time. Like no one in this industry is gonna buy that caliber boat on Instagram. You're just not gonna find the target market. And the thing was, I knew I had the target market because with social media, it's you can find out anyone's life by going to their channels, going to their pages and seeing what type of lifestyle they have. Yeah. So right away, I would notice that these people were qualified buyers of a caliber boat that I was posting. Um, and it took, you know, a lot of just persistence of consistent posting of these boats yep. and then listing boats for sale. And I think there was one week where one broker came up to me and goes, hey man, you're literally wasting your time. I would love to offer you a job full-time in my office as a yacht broker. You'll have foot traffic coming in. You have these boats on the inventory. You can sell these boats and make a lot of money. I was like, that sounds great, but that's not what I want to do. And I think a week after that guy told me that, that scenario, I actually sold my first boat on Instagram off an or organic post. That boat sold for over $800,000 straight from my guy off Instagram. He literally DM'd me. I called him that night, picked him up at the airport two days later, and he bought a boat, and I made all this commission money. I was like, man, this is, this is legit. You know, so that was kind of the spark of the whole thing. What and I what had. what year was that? That was back in 2019. Okay. And that was off Boats Gone Wild, that, that page? That was off Boats Gone Wild. Yep. Yep. It was off Boats Gone Wild. It was a single post. It was a co-broker's boat that I saw in a yard. And I was like, I know that boat's for sale. It was a badass boat. And I just, I took a video of it. And I just put it up there and said, hey, this boat's for sale. Yeah. Sure as shit. I had a buyer come in and I co-brokered a deal with the broker at the time. And that was kind of the, where the journey started when I was able to you know, prove myself like, hey, I do have legit followers on this account. Wait, let me interrupt you for a second. How old was the broker that offered you the job that said this is not going to work? Uh, Roughly. Think, yeah. He, I mean, he's actually a younger guy, which was surprising. Interesting. Um, yeah. He was, uh, I was saying his young 30s. Um, oh, wow. Definitely Interesting. a younger guy. So it was surprising because you fast forward three years. Now this is going full circle. Now this yeah. guy's taking advantage of my platform and, and using us to help <laughs> him advertise a market. So it's kind of funny to see. And you know, again, it's, it's a cool story to tell. Yeah, no, because what's interesting is I have all different types of people on here, whether they're young, whether they're a little bit older. And people, 
of an older age don't realize, I still think maybe they're just starting to come around to it. They don't realize the power of social media. I mean, I've had everyone under the sun in 50 different, I think this is episode 64, 65. So 65 different industry people coming on the show, talking about what they do. And at the end of the day, I found all of them like I found you on social media, DMing you, hey, let's work together. Let's get you on the pod. Let's do something. And then you make it happen because that's the new wave of technology. That's the new way to network. That's the new way to connect with people, make friends, hang out. Like That's what it comes down to. I guarantee we hit it off in the beginning. After this, we're going to be hanging out probably during the weekend. You know what I mean? That's just the way of the internet. And it's, it's amazing to sort of see firsthand what you've built and you know, my little brother is a huge, huge boat fan. I talked about it on the pod. We have a midnight. My little brother can drive that midnight better than 98% of midnight awesome. owners, you know, yeah. and he's 16 <laughs> years old. But when I was texting him, he's in school right now in Michigan. I was like, yeah, I'm about to interview the guy from Nautical Network and Boats. I was like, no way. He's like, that's, that's awesome. fucking sick. So, you know, you have these people that are such followers. I have another buddy. He's another captain on a midnight. And I was like, you know, what are you doing today? And he was like, what do you mean? I was like, well, I'm about to interview this guy. You want to come with? He couldn't come with. But then he sent me a picture. He was rocking one of your Nautical Network <laughs> sweatshirts last yeah. night. He's like, look, I'm rocking his sweatshirt. And so it's amazing to see the following that you've built. And I'll call it the fan base that you built. Mm -hmm. And I think in today's day and age, Ben Baller, I think, talked about this on his podcast, is there was some study where they asked kids in school, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, back in the day, oh, doctor, lawyer, this, that, police officer, firefighter. Today, everyone's, I want to be a YouTuber. I want to be a social media influencer. Yep. And I think people are going to be able to learn a lot from you and I talking today because they've got to see how, you know, this guy already told you, like, it's not going to work. You were pretty much like, fuck you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue on doing this thing. You proved him wrong. And look at where you are now. He's calling you, texting you. Hey, can you post this? Can you do that mm -hmm. for me? So what advice would you have for someone that's like has a niche that they can tackle and they can go after? What advice would you give to them? Should they just stay persistent with it? Yeah, bottom line, that's the word right there, persistency. Um, be, continue to be persistent with what they're doing in that niche because, again, even in every industry right now, especially the boating industry, it was, when I got into it, again, there is luck with everything. Or, well, they call it timing. I got on at the right time, right? It was, yep. at the time, three years ago, the industry, the boating industry was on this verge of, you know, leaving the more traditional side of things when it came to print and, you know, those type of advertising of boat shows and stuff. Now it's all turning digital. And with social media, right, and other industries like real estate, the car industry becoming so popular on social media and digitally, the boat industry had to follow suit. So I got in at the right time, right? But of course, it come down to persistence. I was consistently, you know, when people said you're wasting your time, even when family members like, hey, like, you may have to get a, like a real job because like you're not making any money right now. This was again three years ago, and I'm like, no, I have a true vision for this thing, and I like I know what I have, and I know who I'm talking to, that I can turn this into something. Again, it was the following that I built, the people I was talking to, it was becoming so valuable, right? That I knew there was something there, right? And when I got other individuals involved with the business, that I was like, when I was showing like DMs and like the people that were following me and the people that I was talking to, were, like oh shit, man, you're not lying. Like you really are talking to these millionaires and billionaires across the world yeah. through social media. So any niche that you want to attack, it's like you said, just be persistent at what you're doing. You know, think outside the box um, is another one because everyone wants to try to do the same thing. So how do you become different in that niche? 
And it's don't be afraid to just reach out. I mean, it's a simple DM, just like you did it. Yeah. You reached out to me in the DM. Here we are today yeah. on a Thursday afternoon staying on this azimuth, right? And it goes back to my the team I built at Nautical Network. 90% of my team that I've hired full-time, I've all met through social media. Yeah. I've all met them through DMs on Instagram, DMs on TikTok. It's mind-blowing. I even met my fiance on Instagram wow. through a DM. So like, it's right there. That's what's happening today. It's social media. Whatever niche you want to attack, be persistent, you know, continue to reach out, find the industry leaders in that niche, right? Yeah. You may find guys that may not even want to spend their time with you, but it's a numbers game. You reach out to enough people, right? And if you're a personal person, you'll find the right person to talk with you, right? To open up more Absolutely. doors and opportunities. Absolutely. So don't be a little bitch, right? Yeah. My, I, have, I have one of my mentors always tells me that is don't be a little bitch. It's straight yeah. up just like that. Just talk to people. Don't be afraid, right? And yeah, one thing that resonates with me so much is I started this podcast and I had no following. Like who the fuck was I to start a podcast to bring people on? Nowadays, you see almost every celebrity, every influencer, everyone with the following starts a podcast because they already have the following to convert that listenership over into sponsorships. But I started with nothing. So I was doing the same thing, DMing people that still to this day have never responded to me. But it's worth the try. Social media has given you and I the ability to build something from the ground up because there's no middleman anymore. This is going right into the request on Instagram or on LinkedIn, on Facebook, however you're finding that person, you are connecting with them directly. There's no, you know, hey, my buddy knows this guy. No, all right, cool. Your buddy knows that guy, but I can go find that guy, message him. And if there's something that I have that's valuable to him, I guarantee he's going to answer. Or if he likes what I'm saying, I guarantee he's going to answer because it's something that Everyone wants to be connected. The world is such a small place in today's atmosphere with technology. And we're in a place where you can do it. Like you said, don't be a little bitch. I love that. That's an awesome way to think about things because it's important that people do step out of their comfort zone, like you said. But let's take a step back for a second. So you started Boats Gone Wild and now you have Nautical Network. What's the difference between the two? What does Nautical Network do? Break that down for yes. us. Yep. So Nautical Network is the parent company. Um, that's the top of the funnel right there. Nautical Network is a full-service digital media agency that solely focuses in the marine sector. So we help marine manufacturers, yacht brokerage firms, marine dealerships, marine products and service companies not only capture their digital content, photography and video, but we also have the back-end support and reach on our, our digital media platform to advertise that content for them. Cool. Regardless, at the end of the day, content's keen. So these companies, regardless of what industry you're in, you need content. Yeah. So that's number one. So when I first started Nautical Network and the whole business model, it was, okay, let's get people to advertise with us, right? But then I started learning, okay, well, people are sending us content that is, you know, average or subpar that I might not want them to, you know, hurt my brand with. So that's when I jumped into the content creation aspect and service and offer that service to these manufacturers because they're going to need it regardless. So our team is a full service agency from A to Z. And then underneath Nautical Network, we've developed eight different communities wow. uh, within each niche of the industry of boating. So um, you have Boats Gone Wild, one of our premier brands. It's just an exotic, high-end boats, you know, mostly center consoles, but we do throw some sport fishing yachts and motor yachts in the mix. Then we have Yachting.Network, obviously solely focused on the yacht space. Wake Boat Network, Wake Boats. PerformanceBoat.Network, which is obviously your high-end performance catamarans and, and so forth. Dream Boat Network. Boating Network, Sport Fishing Network, 
Wow. I said it already. So, so you really are tackling every single thing. Like you have an umbrella overall that's focused on Bodhi. And then it's like, all right, what kind of boats do you like? Do you like the go fast center consoles or do you like the more type of boats that we're on now where it's a family cruiser and you have more space to hang out? You can go in the AC if you want. You can do whatever you want. So that's really cool that you've built that. You. So how big is your team? How many guys or girls there's, you got uh, on there? There's 12 of us full time now. Wow. Yep, 12 full time. We're actually headquarters in Tampa, Florida. Um, we do have team members over in over in the East Coast here in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, and Palm Beach. Uh, three filmers and editors over here, as well as our creative director in Fort Lauderdale. So we service, you know, most of our work comes in Florida, obviously, 80% of it. I always say Florida. Other 20%, we're traveling to Texas, California, Northeast, Caribbean, potential for Europe uh, this upcoming summer into winter. So our next, or my ultimate goal for this thing is to take this thing internationally, right, and build a team, you know, out there yeah. as well. So that's, again, that's a big vision I have for the company. I think, not to cut you off, I think it has the potential for sure because look how far you've came thus far. And I think something else about social media that is very interesting to me is 10 years ago, people living in rural areas where they had remote access to, you know, do certain things, see different things online. Nowadays, everyone pretty much, no matter where you are, unless you're, you know, in a third world country or something like that, but even still, if you have the money to go online, you're able to see the 0.0001% of the way the world lives. It seems like now everyone has money. It seems like everyone's wealthy, but the truth of it is, is that that's not true. It's just that social media allows you to see the LaFerraris, the 165 footers. It allows you to see these different types of lifestyles that to me is motivating, but other people think, you know, it's unobtainable. I can't reach that. So I think going international for you is an easy next step because everyone's connected and everyone wants to see about the boating world. I think pre-COVID, people weren't as interested in the boating world. And I think COVID really, I mean, as you know, for sure, more than anyone, the prices of the boats, like any other luxury goods, skyrocketed. But in my opinion, the reason that boats, I think, are going to stay that way is because boating allows you to be isolated with your family, with your friends. You're hanging out. You're on the water. You're fucking having a great time. When you're on a boat, there's very rarely is there ever a bad day that you're going to have. So I think, you know, what you've built, like I said, hats off to you and to your team, the guys that you got here, you know, they've helped you build what you have. And like I said before, man, it's just so cool to see someone like you take that leap, take that step because people are scared to do it. You know, I'll go back to what your mentor said about being a little bitch. There <laughs> are a lot of little bitches out there yep. today. Yep. There are people that are scared to jump and they're scared because they're scared of failure. But yep. something we always talk about on the show, and this is sort of going to teach up my next question for you is we talk about failure on the show. In my opinion, you always have to fail in order to succeed because you got to see where you went wrong. You got to be able to get the fuck back up, keep pushing on, be strong and realize that, you know what? Failure is going to teach me life lessons along the way. So is there any point in your journey thus far that you failed and you had to get back up and keep on going? And if so, could you share the story with us? Yeah, no, like crazy failure, right? There's always, you know, micro fails, I call it, yeah. right? You know, in the beginning of this whole venture, you know, and having a fiance, now having my third kid on the way, oh, congrats. obviously I need to make money, right? Yeah. And at the time when I started this whole thing, I wasn't making any money. I had, again, had a couple of boat sales here and there in the beginning, right? 
but it wasn't income to live off of. So like, I love this idea and vision so much and what I was doing that I also, I didn't want to get another job because I didn't want to take away the time that I was investing into what is today. So the failure there, again, it was just micro fails. It was, you know, how far can I step the boundaries of what I'm trying to do? Because it was such a unique business model, right? So today, fast forward three years real fast, I am no longer a yacht broker. I no longer sell boats. I've now, you know, took the, what I proved to work, right? I actually can help you provide, you know, value to your customers as a broker. I took that value that I built and now offer that service to yacht brokers. Yeah. So I'm no longer a yacht broker. So I guess one of my fails or what I've had to learn real fast was you got to be careful on what boundaries you step in because at the time here I was trying to sell boats, but also help brokers market boats. So there was a conflict of interest right there, right? Absolutely. So again, big learning lesson because, you know, people that are currently my clients today, right? Obviously it took time to gain that trust back. Years back, they saw me as competition. So they're like, hey man, like, love what you're doing. You're a great guy. You know, love the hustle. But, you know, if you're selling boats, we don't want to pay you for marketing advertising. So again, I wouldn't call it a fail. More of just like a, you know, it was a turning point, right? In the business model, I had to stop selling boats and focus fully on the digital aspect of marketing advertising for those brokers. So that's kind of the only thing I can kind of think of right now. And every day you have challenges, right? Yeah. You, you know, we film these boats. I think we film about 25 yacht listings per month for our clients. And you're in Florida. So you have weather, you have boat problems, yeah. I and mean, you have all these other, you know, issues that are called micro issues, but they can, you know, impact you in a big way, right? For first impressions and stuff like that. And, you know, so again, a lot of micro challenges and that we were able to obviously have diversity to, to get through. And, you know, it's actually worked out pretty well. What's your favorite thing about starting this and being an entrepreneur in this industry? It's the lifestyle, like you said, right? It's building has turned into this lifestyle that's a lot of hype, right? And fun and, and enjoying behind it, right? It's a place where you can isolate yourself, bring your family, right? That's, I always have this vision in my head, like now that I almost have three kids, I can't wait to have a boat, right? Even like this 47 Verve, right? I can bring my family out to a sandbar yeah. and enjoy it. That's what I want to do. That's what my passion is. I love the water, love the ocean. I love being on boats. So it's a lifestyle. That's the best part about it, right? And then the second part is, is even I tell the younger guys I've hired in my business, it was use my platform because I want kids to succeed. I want these younger guys that I brought on board. I want to be their mentor, right? And push them to new levels that they never even thought of. Mm -hmm. So getting involved with the boating industry, right? The boat we're on now, this guy owns, I think one of the largest supplement, keto supplement companies in the world right now. I think he owns multiple boats, right? But he was an Instagram following that I met. Prime example, right? This boating industry has opened up doors to meet these other individuals that are in other industries that opens up doors for other opportunities for younger people and even guys that I know that, you know, hey, I want to work with you, but I met this guy and I want to work for him in a different industry because that's what my passion is. So again, the industry is so unique because like I said, you're just dealing with these high net worth individuals that own these boats as toys that own bigger, you know, businesses outside of it that you get to meet and, you know, obviously surface other opportunities from that. I think the cool part of social media and just building this podcast is that you're getting to network with individuals across a broad range of industries, especially for someone like you. And like something you've started is the people that are owning these boats, whether they're boats, whether they're yachts, however we want to classify them, they are doing something right. Mm-hmm. They're doing something right to be in the position to afford one of those boats, to afford one of those yachts. And if they see something in you, and if they believe in you, then that should be an indicator to yourself. Like, 
holy shit, this person that got to this level sees something in me. And then you take that same energy, you take the lessons you learn from them and you're able to expand on it. Cause I guarantee he's going to tell his buddy like, yo, Billy was the fucking man. If you need anything, hit Billy up. And then it's just word of mouth. And that's how the world is. Yep. At the end of the day, that's how the world is. Your reputation is everything. And that's why any single boat person I know, like last night when I was doing my due diligence on you guys and checking out everything just to refresh my memory, it was like, I went to see who you were followed by. And it's like, everyone I know that loves boats. Like I have, we have a new guy starting in our office, a young guy. And I was like, yo, I'm about to head out. We got this last minute interview down in Miami. He's like, no fucking way. You know, he's all hyped about it. And I think that should be such an indicator to you of the type of brand that you've built with a loyal following with people that want to be involved, want to be active. And like you said, the boat world is crazy. You know, I've loved boats since I was a baby. My dad would take me out on our boat in my little fucking cradle and I'd fall asleep in the car seat out there, you know, <laughs> yeah, rocking awesome. in the water. And I just grew up was wakeboarding, wake surfing in the inland lakes of Michigan and then came down to Florida. And obviously there's nothing like Florida boating. You can't compare it to anywhere else, especially in this part of South Florida. So, you know, you're clearly doing something right. But as an entrepreneur that's building this brand and has built this brand to where it is today, how important is it to have a strong team behind you? <sighs> That's the backbone to this whole thing. And to be honest, man, it's, I probably wouldn't be sitting here with you right now, right? If I didn't bring the right partners and right team, right, that I've, I've developed. Um, don't get me wrong. It is a very fun job that a lot of these guys encounter, yeah. right? You got Sean behind you right now is college dropout from University of Tampa. His passion was boating and marketing. Shit, what a better company could you yeah, work for than a, it's a, a boat marketing combo, company, you yeah. know? So it's the team that we've developed. It's the culture we're trying to build, right? It's you know, you build people and people build business. It was a quote I heard and I just stuck to it because it's, to be honest, the truth. Yeah. Right. And you're going to have guys, you know, that for Brandon, my partner right here next to me, right. And, and the team members we have, you know, we'll get younger guys involved that have never had, again, college dropouts that have never had a corporate job or have never really been in the workforce. So like here they come into this unique company and unique business model that you really don't often see or experience. And you have two young owners that are managing this thing. We still learn every day. You know, we still yeah. try to learn how to manage these guys and how to approach certain things. And I feel like we're doing a great job at it. But still, my biggest thing is I love seeing the young guys on our team, even any of our team members involved with Nautical Network, just continue to succeed at life and just continue to put their head down and learn from the mistakes I've made or just being around the environment we're in. Because again, it's just, it's honestly, it's, it's great to see. Even a young guy right now, Another college dropout in my office. And, you know, he was, you could just tell he was in a slump. He was like, man, I just, I can't figure it out. Like, you know, I just don't know what I really want to do. And just talking to us and being in certain conversations and then showing him this lifestyle, right, of who we're really dealing with in this industry, a nautical network. This first trip with us, we went to Miami. We were in a Rolls Royce uh, that one of our yeah. networking, you know, guys on Instagram was able to let us rent for it. We were on a super yacht that night and that opened his eyes. He's like, holy shit, this is, this is huge. Like, you won't get this experience anywhere else, yeah. right? Especially coming out of college. For instance, Sean right here, right? I think it was his first week after telling his dad, hey, I'm dropping out of school. His dad's like, you're crazy. I think that first week he was on a first ever 53 Scout heading from Fort Lauderdale to Miami. And again, it's a boat that you just, not many people get to experience. Yeah. And there's only a one in you know, a couple hundred people that get to experience that type of boat. And here's this young guy out of college, you know, first week on the job, right? Leveraging what we have and being on these boats, being around these people, um, I mean, the story's gone forever. I mean, even another young girl we just hired out of college from University of Tampa as well. 
Her first day in the job, she was flying to Miami for the Miami Boat Show. Wow. And one of my really good um, you know, friends that also, again, big follower and supporter of us on Instagram, flew her and my fiance home on a Gulfstream G200 private jet home. Again, it's just like you see these yeah. opportunities that I'm able to provide. And that's what's so awesome about it is I get to provide these opportunities and these scenarios to these younger people to not only, you know, build their mindset up, but obviously motivate them to do better and do bigger things. Yeah, we have a tagline on the show. And that tagline is always lead by example. That's our tagline. Always lead by example and help others along the way. And you're the perfect example of that, bro. I appreciate you're, it. You're, you're doing it. You're leading by example. You're out there. You're hustling, but you're also looking out for your team. You want to make sure everyone succeeds. You want to make sure everyone's got food on the plate. You know, you're not trying to make more money for yourself. You're trying to make more money for the team to grow, to expand, for them to live a successful lifestyle as well. And that's at the end of the day, that's the true indication of a leader. That's what a leader does. In today's world, especially with social media, we see a lot of cop-outs. We see a lot of people that claim to be leaders, but they're really just looking for a quick money grab. They're looking for a get-rich-quick scheme. And they claim, you know, buy this, do that. And at the end of the day, they're not leading. All they're doing is they're looking to get a following, but they're not leading in the correct way. And what you've built and what you have now and the way you just explained all these opportunities and what your goals are for your team that's underneath you, Listen, you're going to continue to rocket ship up. You're going to continue to boom and continue to do amazing things in the industry. You know, I can tell. I talk to people all day long, whether it's for this, I do three other consulting gigs and I run my family's tax business. You know, so I'm talking to people all day long, all different types of people. And I'm a people person. I read people. And instantly when we first met, I was like, oh, this guy's cool as fuck. You know, his voice are cool as fuck. Because there's some people that I'll meet. And I'm like, oh, yeah, like we're going to do the podcast and it's going to be all right, you know, and it goes and then it's out and it does what it does. But then it's like, I don't really maintain a relationship with them after that or build a connection with them. And right off the bat, I got that vibe from you guys. You know, this guy, Billy went to go park the car and he's got someone pulling out a fucking machete trying to stop him from parking <laughs> in the parking spot, you know? But listen, it's cool to see. It's awesome to talk to someone like you. And I think for the listeners that are listening right now, they have a lot to absorb from this conversation. They have a lot to take away from it, whether it's from you building something from the ground up, whether it's the type of leader you are, or whether it's how you didn't listen when people said, you know, you got to get a real job. You stuck with what your goal was. You continued on. You stayed persistent. You created the content that you knew your followers liked. And you gauge the interest of it. And then, like you said, you build relationships. When you're in the boat world and you're in the yachting world, you're connecting with that 0.0001% in real life. And people have a perception that these people are different. You know, they're assholes. They don't deserve it. But a lot of them, they do. They work their asses off to get to where they are. And they're nice people. You know, if they have a cool vibe about them you're going to connect with them and they're going to connect with you and you're going to hit it off that's just how the world is and i think you know you see on social media people are so divided and shit's just so crazy but in real life that's not real life that's not reality people are friends they're able to disagree they're able to go out of their way and still do business with each other even if they don't see eye to eye like all this i call it the clown shit online that's what it is it's clown shit it's not real life go into the real world and talk to people randomly off the street and you'll see that everyone is still a nice person for the most part, right? I should add that last part in for the most part. But what is your favorite part about boating? 
I get asked this a lot, yeah. or, or I even get asked, what's your favorite boat? And it's just, at this point, I've been on such a diverse amount of different boats that it's like, I just can't choose my favorite one, you know? So like, I guess, let me plug this in. Any manufacturer that wants to give me the best deal, <laughs> you'll, be, you'll yeah, be my favorite yeah, boat. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. no, I have, I, I enjoy every boat's got its own pro, every boat's got its own con, but I, I love just the boating aspect in general. To be honest, I don't like to fish. I know a lot of people invite me to go fishing and oh here we go you're the I fucking hate fishing bro <laughs> I hate fishing I, I'll be honest I don't know if I can even bait a hook that's how bad it is but uh it's kind of funny because I've been invited to some of the most extreme fishing tournaments and trips across the world and I would just send some team members there to experience it because I just it's not for me I, I'd rather go fast or just enjoy a just a cruise I, yeah. I just enjoy being again floating on the boat out there in the water and in the sun, you know, hitting you and just having, you know, my beer and just hanging out, listening to music. It's so, hilarious you said that because everyone I talk about, like, oh, you got to go fishing. You know, I'm like, nah, yeah, I'm I straight on that. I like the simplicity that. of it. I love, you know, the lights on a boat at nighttime, the music. Yeah. Boy, like, it's my style. That's just how I boat, right? And that's how I'm always going to boat. So, yeah, I respect the fishing guys. I love what you guys do. I love the sport of it, the excitement that it brings, but it's not me. You know, I'm a pleasure <laughs> cruiser. So, you know, it's funny. I've gone out like people are like, come on, we're going to go out. Like I chartered a deep sea fishing boat. I've gone out like four fucking times. I haven't caught one single thing. And that's <laughs> it. I was like, after that, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going out again. But, you know, there's different levels of boating too, which I think a lot of people don't understand. You have like your fast center console is like a midnight, which is right next to us. You have a little, something a little more intermediate, which is like what we're on now where it's a family cruiser. You can have more people on. It's not necessarily a go fast. You know, you're going to be cruising 65, 70 miles an hour out there. But then you have the upper level when you get into, you know, the yachts and the super yachts and the mega yachts. And that world is awesome. I, I've talked on the podcast before and I tell everyone, like if you've ever been able to experience a vacation where you're on charter for a week, you're in the Exumas, you're on one of these yachts, there's nothing like it. There's no place in the world like it. The service is second to none. You have a crew, you have, you know, your stews, your captain, your first mates. And if you're able to get to that level and work hard enough to get to that level, I can promise you, even if you don't necessarily like boating, there's nothing like that experience in life. And sometimes I got pinched myself because it almost seems like a dream, to be honest, right? Especially, I mean, again, coming from a passion of boating, we've been paid and flown out to the Zumas to charter out. We've been paid to charter basically a, a yacht to film and advertise it. Yeah. That's how powerful our platform is. Yeah. And it's like, you pinch yourself because like, is this real? Am I really out here in the Exumas right now on this 200 foot super yacht filming this boat, getting paid for it and enjoying the aspect, you know, just, it's absolutely mind blowing that, you know, cause again, it's when I did the start of this single, you know, years back, I was like, shit, I wonder if I can get paid to be on these boats. Like, how do you get paid to just be on these boats? Yeah. And I figured it out. Right. And here we are in Exumas and I'm filming these super yachts. And it's kind of cool. The story I tell about having such a diverse company when it comes to boating is there was one week that we were in Bahamas on a 200-foot Bonetti super yacht. We flew home to the Gulf of Mexico in Tampa. We were on a, I think it was a 64 Viking doing a sport fishing shoot. And then that weekend, we flew down to Key West where we were on a helicopter chasing a 140-mile-per-hour MTI catamaran. So wow. that's how diverse it is. That's what's so cool about our business is you're on super yachts, sport fishing yachts, go fast boats. So again, it's every day is a surprise, honestly, of what we're going to be on. So what's the fastest you've ever gone while you're on a boat? I want to say I've been 152 and it was Holy in a, shit. a 48 MTI catamaran. Shout out to good boy Vodka, Alex Pratt Racing, one of our good buddies. He took us out to the Lake of Ozarks in his MTI 
and gave us a ride for our life. It was awesome. Wow. Um, got the experience that another gentleman, again, all Instagram followers that met and traveled the U.S. to do a hangout with and on their boats. Uh, J.T. Branton, uh, another big oh, influence. I love yep. his page, bro. He's got crazy. Another big boats. influence when it comes to luxury assets and cars and boats and all that good stuff. And you know, I had the pleasure to join him on his uh, 388 skater, and I think we hit 140 or something like that on the Ozark. So back to the network you network with these guys you get to meet these guys hang out with them become friends with them um and get to experience you know their lifestyle and what they do all those guys that you know like are really into boating and with the mtis and the super crazy fast boats doesn't uh jt branton have a the jet turbine boat yeah he does he has a jet turbine um as a lay a low altitude yeah that thing's insane yeah that boat is absolutely insane and then i know alex pratt has a turbine i want to say it's a 50 mystic that we actually, we've been inside that boat. I wouldn't say it's my cup of tea, right? Yeah. Cool experience at the time. I just don't like being, you know, in a capsule and going 150 plus miles per hour. So yeah, <laughs> hell of an experience yeah. and very cool boat. But, you know, I did it and there it is. Are there any new and emerging brands of boats coming out that you think people should know about? <sighs> Off the top of my head, no, man. I mean, every, I feel like they come out of the woodworks, man. It's just new boat builds or manufacturer coming out of nowhere trying to compete and again more power to them you're in a hell of a time yeah. to do it right especially with this industry being as strong as it is why not dive into it and start building boats right it's as long as you can find the workforce and the materials and that's gonna be the hardest part of everyone is you know building these boats and getting the right materials for it but right now there's really no one that knew right now that stood out completely to me um i know adrenaline came out with their new center console again they're from the uh the performance sector of boating, um, but they stepped into the, I know they've been working on that project for a few years now. They finally re released it at the Palm Beach Boat Show, the 47 center console performance boat. Hell of a boat. Haven't got the sea trout yet, um, but I'm sure we will. That's the basis of your business is whether it's a boat company, whether it's a brokerage, whether it's a marina, they're hiring you to come out there, film the content, to give to them to post to bring awareness about either a charter or a boat for sale is that pretty much it that's correct yeah i mean that's the bare bones of it right i mean content is top of funnel right for any anything marketing you see an ad right it should influence you to either to remember that ad or to call off the ad right so content's top of funnel so what we do is right it's how do we capture this exciting viral content right but the cool thing about it is now we have the value of our following yeah and that's where the value comes in is any broker, yacht manufacturer, boat manufacturer, dealership can go hire any photographer, videographer they want, right? They may find it cheaper down the road from some guy down the road that films homes and you know boats once in a while. But the value that our team brings is obviously the following and the outreach that we have. Not only do we produce quality content, but we also have the following and reach that no one else can really tap into that we yeah. that, you know. So the stratosphere that we have. No, you guys are the industry leaders mm -hmm. for what you do. There's no one that can hold the candle to you guys in terms of yep. boat content on social media to bring eyeballs to it. There's yep. no one that can t hold the candle to you guys. And, and what we've been learning too, right, is our team is, we're all boaters. So like, again, we focus in one industry. It's the boating industry. It's, it's a small industry, but it's big enough to fully invest your time into. So our whole team is full on boaters, right? We have captains on board. We have in-house, um, you know, there's times where we've been into a, a manufacturer and they threw us the keys to the boat. Wow. Like, hey guys, take the boat out, have it back by dark time, do your whole video shoot, photo shoot. So you're seeing the trust there, right? Or even we're with a single captain of a, a larger vessel and our video guys tying lines, hanging fenders, right? Yeah. And then helping them park the boat. Like, even when we wash the boat after, like, 
it's that type of stuff that you won't get from a, your traditional photographer, videographer, right? It's the team we built. We're a niche team. You know, we just know, again, we're, we're personal people that can do these things and make people feel comfortable and, you know, retain these people as well. Yeah. So last night when I was going through your page, like I said, to refresh myself, and I'm not just saying this to blow smoke up your ass because you're sitting here on the podcast. I'm always transparent and honest. I mean what I say. When someone is posting on a boat, you know, it's one thing, oh, cool, they're on the water. What you guys are able to do is actually make it feel like you're there. And I know in your bio, it says something like putting you in the, yep. or what it says, it says oh, something. Yeah, putting you behind the helm of, you know, some of the most wildest boats in the world. It's truly what it is. And that's what you're doing because, like I said, you know, I could post an Instagram story, I could take a video, but then you guys are able to take it to the next level to almost, number one, feel like you're there. Going back to the Exumas, when I talk to people, it's like, I can't explain to you what it feels like to be there. Yep. You know what I mean? But then I saw, I think it was on Boats Gone Wild last night. You guys did this. You were shooting for a Mikey Yacht in the Exumas. Mm-hmm. It was an older post and I was watching. I'm like, God, this makes me want to be there right now. You know yep. what I mean? Like, I feel like I'm experiencing it, which that's a gift. Not everyone can do that. Not yep. everyone can make you feel like you're actually there. And I think that's what sets you guys aside and what makes you the leaders in this industry. Because like, like I said, right, you see people all the time. Oh, I'm on a boat. I'm this, I'm that. Like, that's cool. You're on a boat. A lot of people have been on a boat before. But then you watch your guys' video. You're like, wow, I want to go on that boat. You know, I want to be there with these guys doing that whole thing. You know, is this something you've always been interested in? Like the photography, videography type thing? Or is this just, you were like, I want to do boating. Let me see how I can make it work. Yeah, to be honest, no. I was self-taught. When I started the Boats Gone Wild page, I knew I needed content. And there was, a, again, back to that, I guess that challenge I had in the beginning was I needed content, right? And I, I didn't want to use just repurposed content or scrape content from other users. I wanted to own that content that I was posting. So I would say right now, our channel is 90% content that was generated by our team, yeah. right? Or our network. But in the beginning, back to the beginning stages, I was spending money on photographers that would sit up front of their porch down the intercoastal of Miami and just say, hey, here's hundred bucks give me as many photos as you can wow. just for the content. Cause again, content was keen, yeah. but no, I, when I learned what, you know, I was paying videographers, photographers to come out and capture the content I needed. I was like, shit, man, I can do this. I have the eye for it. Right. Yeah. It's, I, I mean, I had a marketing background and you know, I, I was pretty tech savvy when it came to social. I was like, I can take photos and videos. So went on a uh, Google and, you know, looked at the best equipment you could possibly buy. And I knew it was going to be an investment and I got the best stuff. And there I was picking up, you know, these pretty big shooting and filming gigs for these boats. And that's kind of got the ball rolling was I was self-taught and truly just had an eye for what I was doing, especially knowing the boats the way I do, you know, knowing the right shots, knowing what people want to see. You know, again, in the beginning, it was just a hobby. It was, I'm going to look at this cool boat. Let me post it on social and see what happens, right? So um, that's kind of where it started. I think it goes to show that you understand that content is king and the work that goes into getting the content, right? I told you while we were walking up here that my girlfriend's an influencer and a model People think like when you tell them that they're like, oh, wow, that's an, you know, like an easier job, but it's really not because you got to be able to take the content in a way that you know is going to appeal to the audience. You can't just sit there and take a picture. You got to know like, all right, like you said, you got to have the eye for it and it's not easy work. It's not like, you know, when you're posting a picture, you're posting a video that was like the first shot. You know, it's, you got to get the right shot. You got to get the right angles. You got to make it happen. And it's not 
easy work. I've seen it firsthand with her, you know, it's just, it's all day's work, all week's work to get, you know, that one right video put together or that one right shot put together. Because when you know, you know, like when you know you got it, that shot, like you're like, damn, I got the shot, you know? And so it's crazy to me that you're all self-taught because your guys' content, like that's the big thing. That's why I have a podcast production company. Like this is the best audio quality you can get in the industry because I want to have that level of perfection. And when you guys go on your page, there's no half-ass shit on there. It's all top tier, top level quality. So let's say you're going to film a boat. Are you able to get it done in one day? Obviously, yeah, it's going to be multiple days and whatnot, but are you able to get like a center console boat done in one day? Yeah, no, with the systems, right? And techniques that we put into place with our team, you know, and, and the, the awesome team that we have and developed, um, there's some shoots that we are shooting in the morning and potentially have it edited by night, if not edited Amazing. the next day. So the turnaround is, again, coming back from the experience of being a yacht broker, right? I understand the importance of, okay, it just makes sense. I got a listing, I signed off on the listing. Okay, the first thing I need is photo and video. And the faster I get that photo and video online, the faster I sell the boat, the faster I make money, and the faster you know, that client's happy. Yeah. So I knew the importance of that. So I always strive to turn around things as fast as possible, right? While obviously holding up that quality. It's cool because there's also some instances where we'll shoot a boat that we just love so much that we'll be use that same content and just repurpose it for a whole year, right? Yeah. And we just may make a different tweak here and there or yep. you know, just try something unique and creative too, that one drone shot. And you may see that piece of content you know, get released four months from now. You just never know. Yeah. And that's what's so unique about our team is we take advantage of the time we have on that boat, on that shoot, to capture as much content as possible. We have guys filming with strictly iPhones. We have guys doing the drone. We have guys doing their Sony cameras. Like, we're hitting this boat from every single angle, right? And that's the value we bring to our clients is when we deliver, right, we always over-deliver because not only are you going to get what you asked for, which was your listing photos of your boat, your listing video, but hey, we'll also edit a video that's optimized for Instagram reels or TikTok reels, right? That's a vertical aspect, right? You may be 15 seconds short. They don't ask for it, but we just provide it to say, hey, like, we know it's working on social, right? We want you to succeed on social media. So like, here, here's your video you wanted to put on Yacht World and put on YouTube. But like, hey, just try this Instagram reel, put it on your personal page. Yeah. And it works. People love it. Yeah. Listen, Billy, as we wind down to the end of the interview, how can people contact you guys if they want to? Easiest way, um, you know, we're always checking our direct messages or DMs on Instagram. You know, check out nautical.network on Instagram and in the highlight section, scroll through there. You'll see the list of pages that we actually have and run. Feel free to hit me up on a DM there or, or on Boats Gone Wild, but um, be happy to talk to anyone. Again, we're always recruiting, always looking to bring on fresh talent. If you're a creative listening to this, we always need creative guys, whether you're a videographer or an editor, even if you just love social media, right? We always have a place for someone like you. Amazing. And I end the podcast interview with a question that I've asked to every single person that's been on the show. How old are you? Uh, 28. Okay, that's not the question, but that's, that's, <laughs> a, that's the pre-question. If that was the question, people would probably walk off. Um, the question is, what do you wish you knew when you were in your early 20s? What do I wish I knew? Um, taxes <laughs> and investments. You know, what to do with my money. It's yeah. just no one, no, it's, I learned what to do with money when I started earning it through mentors, through people, right? I had to meet after the fact. Yeah. And that's what's tough about it because, you know, you don't learn this shit in school. You exactly. really don't. Like it's dabbled into, but it's not real life stuff. And that's why I always go back to the younger guys that work with us is like, they're asking us questions. And I'm like, they didn't teach you that in school. 
And you're like, well, we also dropped, dropped out, but early on, no, we didn't teach this at all. Yeah. No, it's the common things that, you know, it's real life stuff. I mean, taxes are huge. You know, what do you do with your money once you've earned a couple bucks? What do you do with that money? And it's just stuff you don't learn. Yeah. So. Listen, well, all the listeners know they can go to levytaxhelp.com. They always know that, you know, my family's in the tax business. We have accounting, tax resolution. We deal with audits. We deal with the whole nine. So if any of you guys ever have questions, you let us know. If any of the listeners ever have questions, let us know. We're always happy to help give you a second opinion on anything. But listen, bro, it's been a great interview. Appreciate it. Love to hear your story. Love to hear everything about you. You know, I think a friendship is going to emerge out of this for sure. And, you know, keep going, all of you guys here, you know. He's got two of his right-hand guys with him and his partners with them. And listen, you just got to keep rocking and rolling because you truly are you fit the category bro you're the best of the best in this industry and you got to just keep going with it keep rocking with it so thank you for coming on hey man appreciate you having me good luck to everything all right see ya now listen i interview a lot of people on the show i think i've interviewed over 55 maybe over 60 people and at the end of the day I am so thoroughly impressed by Billy, by what he's built. He basically created an industry for himself and I was thinking about it. He took this thing that people said could never happen, that there was a boat page. You know, who thought you could sell a boat on a boat page? He might've been the first one to do it. It's unbelievable the company he's built and how he's built it and how he continues to build on it and his drive, his motivation and the type of leader he is. That's always something we talk about on the show. Always lead by example while helping others. And he couldn't be a better person to exemplify what that means in reality. So shout out to you, Billy. Thanks for coming on the best of the best podcast. And listen, everyone, they might be starting their own podcast on the network. So we hope that's coming. So when they listen to this, I hope they know that we're ready for that. We talked about it. They got a really cool idea and we're going to tackle it. We're going to get it started for them. So with that being said, I'm signing off. Everyone, thank you for listening. Again, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. That helps us a lot. Check out the website, tbotbpod.com. Don't forget Captain Pigs. Don't forget about the network, the best of the best network. And thank you for listening to another episode of your favorite podcast. That's why you're listening, right? This is your favorite podcast. Oh, what are some good podcasts to listen to? You're telling them, go listen to this one. The best of the best. Maverick's Guide to Success. Thank you, everyone. Have a great rest of your day, rest of your night, rest of everything. I love you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.